Welcome to Sheer Jashub, a Bible study broadcast brought to you by the Fellowship of Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. This is Patty Scalzo. Today, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, will be continuing the study on heavenly authority. At the end of the program, I will be giving an address where you will be able to write to us. But for now, let's rejoin Pastor Greg as he continues his Sunday message. We continue this morning in our section on the priests and the Levites. Now, while all the priests, the descendants of Aaron, are Levites, not all Levites are priests, right? The Levites are a broader group. Aaron is a descendant of Levi. So obviously all of Aaron and his children are Levites. But there are other Levites besides those that are descendants of Aaron. So all the priests are Levites, but not all the Levites are priests. And we saw the last time the consecration of the Levites as a whole on Sinai uh, in the book of Exodus. And we said how God was going to use their zeal against error, against sin, to preserve his word. Moses says about Levi that they shall teach Jacob your judgments and Israel your law. And the Levites cared for the service of the tabernacle, the tent in the wilderness, and then later on for the temple that was in Jerusalem. And there was a substitutionary principle involved with the Levites. They were to take the place of each of the firstborn who belonged by right to God. And why did the firstborn of Israel belong by right to the Lord? Because when the last plague comes upon the Egyptians, the plague of the death on the firstborn, the Lord passes over. That's where we get the Passover from. He passes over the homes of the Israelites because they have the blood of the lamb on the lintel and on the doorposts. And the firstborn of Israel is spared, not because they're better than the Egyptians, but because of God's mercy when he sees the sacrifice. And so he passes over them. The destroyer is not allowed to come into their home, and the firstborn of Israel are saved. And the Lord tells Moses to consecrate to him all the firstborn of the children of Israel. Whatever opens the womb, quote unquote, both of men and beasts, he says, it is mine. The firstborn belongs to him. And now we read in Numbers chapter 3. In Numbers chapter 3, we read about the Levites. We'll start at verse 1. We read about first the priest. It says, now, these are the records of Aaron and Moses when the Lord spoke with Moses on Mount Sinai. And these are the names of the sons of Aaron, Nadab, the firstborn, Abihu, Eleazar, Ithamar. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, the anointed priests, whom he consecrated to minister as priests. Nadab and Abihu had died before the Lord when they offered profane fire before the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. We studied that. And they had no children. So Eleazar and Ithamar ministered as priests in the presence of Aaron their father. So there's the priests. Then it says in verse 5, 
And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Bring the tribe of Levi and present them before Aaron, the priest, that they may serve him. So the Levites were to help the priests, that they can help him, that they can serve him. Verse 7, And they shall attend to his needs and the needs of the whole congregation before the tabernacle of meeting to do the work of the tabernacle. Also, they shall attend to all the furnishings of the tabernacle of meeting and to the needs of the children of Israel to do the work of the tabernacle. And you shall give the Levites to Aaron and his sons. They are given entirely to him from among the children of Israel. So you shall appoint Aaron and his sons, and they shall attend to their priesthood. But the outsider who comes near shall be put to death. So you see that this is an exclusive system. It's a restricted system. And then the Lord spoke to Moses. Now behold, I myself have taken the Levites from among the children of Israel instead of every firstborn who opens the womb among the children of Israel. Therefore, the Levites shall be mine, because all the firstborn are mine. On the day that I struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I sanctified to myself all the firstborn in Israel, both man and beast, they shall be mine. I am the Lord. So, you see, first of all, the need for help, right? That as Aaron's sons would minister as priests in this tent, this dwelling place of God in the wilderness for the Israelites, as they were in this position of religious authority, they needed assistance. And we've seen it over and over with different examples, the need for help, for assistance, for leadership. In the New Testament, you'll see it in the role of the deacons, how the deacons help the elders and the pastors. And the need for assistance, especially in the daily tasks, because no man can do everything on their own. This Levitical system, the Levites, the firstborn belong unto God. But now, rather than having the firstborn of each family come and serve at the tabernacle, the substitutionary principle comes in where in place of the firstborn that belongs to God, a Levite from the tribe of Levi, one of the twelve sons of Jacob, will serve in place. And it's, as I said, a restrictive system, an exclusive system. It's a substitutionary system. And this is the reason, this is the reason that Moses is commanded to number the people. That's why we have this book called Numbers. The purpose was to number the people, find out the number of firstborn, number the Levites, and find out the substitution of the Levites for the firstborn. If you read in verse 14, Then the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, saying, Number the children of Levi by their father's house, by their families. You shall number every male from a month old and above. So Moses numbered them according to the word of the Lord, as he was commanded. These were the sons of Levi by their names. Gershom, Kohath, Merari. Now, so you have a further division of the Levites by the three sons of Levi, Gershom, Kohath, and Merari. And then it breaks down those families by each of their descendants. The descendants of Gershon will be called the Gershonites, 
the descendant of Kohath, they're called the Kohathites, and you'll read these in the Bible if you read the Old Testament and you come across this. The descendants of Merari are the Merarites. Uh, if you look on ahead in verse 40, then the Lord said to Moses, Number all the firstborn males of the children of Israel from a month old and above, and take the number of their names. And you shall take the Levites for me, I am the Lord, instead of all the firstborn among the children of Israel, and the livestock of the Levites, instead of all the firstborn among the livestock of the children of Israel. So Moses numbered all the firstborn among the children of Israel, as the Lord commanded him. As you read down, you see that as there's an excess of Israelites, firstborn, over Levites, then there's redemption money, five shekels per person, that's paid to the priests because they're lacking that service. So there's a redemption amount of money that's given to Aaron and his sons for the lack of Levites to make up, I think it says in verse 46, 273 of the firstborn of Israel who were more than the number of Levites. So for that 273, then they substituted five shekels a person, and that was given to Aaron and his sons. In Numbers chapter 3 and chapter 4, especially chapter 4, we receive very specific details for the duties of the sons of Kohath and the sons of Gershon and the sons of Merari. The Kohathites were given charge over the tabernacle care and over the transit, the moving. Remember when the cloud would go up, they knew they had to move and they would follow the cloud, the presence of God in the wilderness. As they carried, as they transported these items, some of the key items were carried by the Kohathites. In chapter 3, verse 31, it says their duty included the ark, the table, the lampstand, the altars, the utensils of the sanctuary with which they ministered, the screen, and all the work relating to them. So all the very special items, especially what? The Ark of the Covenant, the Ark that had the tablets of the Ten Commandments of Moses inside. These, when they were transported, were carried by those Levites that were descendants of Kohath. They were not to directly handle the holy things. They couldn't touch them directly, but instead, Aaron and his sons were instructed to put a covering of skin over the items before then these Levites could handle them. And the Levites would take them and transport them on their shoulders. And there were different methods they had of carrying these very precious articles for Israel. In chapter 4 and verse 4, it says, This is the service of the sons of Kohath in the tabernacle of meeting relating to the most holy things. When the camp prepares to journey, Aaron and his sons shall come, and they shall take down the covering veil and cover the ark of the testimony with it. Then they shall put on it a covering of badger skins and spread over that a cloth entirely of blue, and they shall insert its poles. And it goes on to talk about the table, etc. If you read down at verse 15 of chapter 4, 
And when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the furnishings of the sanctuary, when the camp is set to go, then the sons of Kohath shall come to carry them, but they shall not touch any holy thing lest they die. These are the things in the tabernacle of meeting which the sons of Kohath are to carry. So again you see that there's a tremendous reverence for handling the holy or the sacred items. There was a procedure. These Levites could not touch it. The priests had to cover them, but then it was their responsibility once they were all wrapped up to transport them. And I know I've said it before in this series. We mentioned it when we read about the profane fire, uh, the unauthorized fire of Nadab and Abihu. But I don't think it can be overemphasized that there's to be care and caution and respect and reverence when we handle the holy things of God. As each Christian, as each minister in these New Testament times, as we handle the word of the Lord, as we're anointed by the Holy Spirit to tell others about Jesus and to speak about the word of God, we must remember to handle the sacred things of the gospel of Jesus Christ with reverence. If you have any comments, or if you would like to help support the ministry of Shear Jashub, our address is Shear Jashub, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1, turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shear Jashub.